This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. So, in the sports world, you're either hot or you do, and that's what we're going to do right now. Uh, with who's hot, I have kickers from last week, Justin Tucker, Mason Crosby, Dale Carlson, and Young Hoku, all had game-winning field goals. Uh, and Justin Tucker hit the record 66 off crossbar. So, uh, <laughs> then I'll move into my do. For who's do, I'm going to say the Steelers and Bears offensive lines. Uh the worst offensive lines in the league. Uh, Justin Fields getting sacked nine times. The, <coughs> excuse me. The Steelers not doing a goddamn thing, like, at all on offense. Them being the biggest part of it. That's my who's hot and who's doing the week. My who's hot, I'm going with Josh Gordon. He's back. <laughs> Signed with the Chiefs. Um, his agent, I, it's hard to tell. I don't know if he's really good or really bad, considering he can't get his client to stay off the – the weed and the alcohol when he's on like probation, but every he gets every time he leaves he comes back and gets a job with he's got New England, Seattle, and, and now Kansas City like three awesome teams, Super Bowl contenders every year he goes there, and it's like all these other guys that get in trouble leave and they, they never can get back in the league, but he's done it like three or four times now he just keeps coming back. I don't get it. He's I. I think he's be a decent addition. We'll see how it works, but that's my hot. Who's hot? My who's due? I don't know if you two like this one. I think Cam Newton is due for a coaching job. I think there is eight teams, may, maybe ten, eight, eight for sure, that their quarterbacks are terrible. And you can't tell me Cam couldn't go in there and be better than half those guys, their starter, starting quarterbacks right now. I can list them if you want, but I think there's eight to ten teams that he could easily be a starting quarterback for and win more games than what their quarterback's going to do. Uh, interesting take. But uh, for my who's hot of the week, I am going with, um, as much as I hate to say this, um, the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, 16 straight now. Um, they're playing right now tonight. I think they – I don't know. I don't know if they're losing or tied right now. But they really – if you haven't, if you think about it, they haven't lost in three weeks. Um, three weeks ago before the streak even happened, they're one game above 500. And they just happened to rattle off 16 in a row. And now they have, like, the second second seed in the wild card. Um, not locked up, but pretty close to being locked up now. And then who's due for the week? I'm going the refs in the NFL. Um, this past week – or just even year in general has been some of the ref- worst refing I've ever seen in my life. Um, every game a referee fucks up and fucks up bad because the whole world and Twitter world takes notice and they just lay into them. But yeah, it might be time to call the replacements up, see what they're up to. But you know, I guess go for it. I guess if we have replacement refs again, that would be the biggest shit show ever. I mean, just seeing how it went last time. <laughs> uh, we'll move on to college football. Huge upset week. Uh, Bowling Green, Luke likes to call them boiling, or Bowling Orange because they have no green in them. But uh, took over Minnesota. NC State beats Clemson. Baylor beats Iowa State. Arkansas over A&M. And then Georgia Tech kicked 11 shit out of North Carolina. Uh, we were all watching these games like together. Obviously, not all at the same time. 
but like I I've never said more times in my life I hate football just because all these like so called like good teams are just getting their asses handed to them by uh not as good opponents. See, I I love upsets. Obviously, you had money on some of them, some of these easy games as you like to call them. But they <laughs> they weren't they weren't too easy, but I will love upsets in college football. It's just especially when the team that wins is at home. Like for example, the NC State one just because they and because they stormed the field after the game they beat Clemson who was literally ran through that conference for the past like 5 6 years, maybe more. But yeah, no, I love the upsets. It just keeps college football. I love the chaos this year. I think that's it's going to happen the most because I think there's not really a team that's that there's not like four teams that are automatically in the playoffs. I think anybody can really make it at this point, and I think it's going to be due for a great season for college football. Yeah, I guess talking about the games that Joey brought up, um, that Clemson game. I don't know if it's just me, but Clemson is terrible this year and like everyone knows like they've scored like the most they've scored all year like in the past three weeks has been what like 20 points like they they're I mean if you look across the board they have so many dogs across the board they just can't figure out how to score um their defense does look pretty good though but if their offense doesn't figure out they're gonna be in trouble here soon and honestly might be a hot take I'm not I'm not putting money on it but Boston College has a shot this week against Clemson. Boston College 4-0. They came off a big win last week. They might have a shot. Also, Is their quarterback back? I'm not sure, but they're hot. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's Boston. DC. <laughs> and then talking about the Iowa State game. Yeah, I guess it was like an upset, but Baylor's actually a pretty good team. Um, I guess no one really knew, but they're a solid squad. Uh, talking about Iowa State though, they're a fucking laughing stock right now. They're so embarrassing to watch with the hopes going into the year. Um, a bottom five in FBS and FCS combined special teams for the past five years, and their special teams coach needs to get the fuck out of Dodge right away because every game they fucking blow a play that you know. I mean. You think about it, Baylor didn't score in the fucking second half of that game if they don't give up a kick return and a punt that runs them back to the 20-yard line and then they kick a field goal at the end. So, I mean, if it wasn't for our special teams, we win that game. Uh, obviously, Brock Purdy didn't play well, but it's kind of expected as of this year so far. But, yeah, if our special teams gets any better, we'd be so much better of a football team. But, yeah, that's my rant about it. I agree with that. I think – um, a big reason that Iowa beat them too was because of our special teams compared to like your guys. I think that was kind of played a factor in that Iowa State game. Our special team was on point, like he always is. And people forget. Joey always says this. People forget those three um, things in the football, and just not just offense, defense, or special teams too. Like you got to be good there. Yeah, like I know a football, a football is like a. Uh, I don't know what do you want to call it a sphere. But there is three sides to it, and special teams is one of them. So, uh, I guess up college football, we'll move into week three of NFL football. We'll start off with the Cards and Jags. Uh, the Jags were up at half, and they still figured out a way not to cover this game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence 
adding on two more interceptions to his great stat line over this season so far. And uh, just like one funny thing from this game, uh, like how how Urban Myers said it's like playing Alabama every week. Well, you did get your kick six that, you know, Bama is like infamous for giving up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the cards took care of them in the second half. That's that's it for this game. Yeah, Jagers aren't really aren't a good football team. And there's no doubt, I think everyone, all of us are watching and the Cardinals weren't going to come back this like half and kill these guys. They're just that much better. Jags just, I knew they couldn't keep up and they didn't. That simple. Yeah, the only thing that really was, the hi- I guess the only highlight of this game was uh, Gus Johnson on the mic. Uh, I'm formally starting a petition right now. Anybody who wants to sign, I'm going to start a website saying Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson should either be on Sunday night, Monday night, or Thursday night for the rest of his life, and Saturday night. Actually, you should do all four. But, um, yeah, I'm going to start that petition. Uh, greatest announcer in the world. It's not even close. Um, a part of the most electric calls ever. You know, his one-liners are – like, people People tune into games because Gus Johnson's on the call. And I know one of you guys brought up today how he's doing the Penn State-Iowa game. That would be cool yeah. and all, but Gus Johnson's not built for the Big Ten. Gus Johnson's not supposed to call two-yard runs and tight end flats all game. He's supposed to be in the Texas Tech-Baylor games when it's 60-55. to 55. But, I mean, it'll be a good game to listen to regardless because he'll be on the call, which will make the big plays even bigger. But, yeah, Gus Johnson's built for the Big 12. I'll make our – if we even if we get defense touchdowns, we're you're not gonna call anything for us on offense. He's not gonna get excited, but in that Iowa Penn State game, we get someone on defense, it'll be fun. Going to the next game, uh, I guess I skipped this game, but Cowboys uh, played the Eagles. Uh, the Cowboys blew the doors open on them, beat them by twenty. Uh, I thought like Jalen Hurts still looked good and everything, but like we really got to see how good a quarterback Dak Prescott is. He's obviously a question mark going into the year with uh, him being hurt and everything. But, yeah, even Z came back this week. They did what they had to do against the Eagles. This game ended up winning me a seven-leg parlay. So, great game out of the Cowboys. Yeah, thank God for Zeke showing up like he, like old Zeke and uh, Jalen Hurts. Thank God, thank God for the garbage time. That helped me win my fantasy. I need 50 points between Zeke, Jalen Hurts, and um, – uh, C.D. Lamb, and I got it thanks to the garbage time at the end of the game because Jalen Hurts was not looking that great up until the fourth quarter. But yeah, the Eagles just aren't that great of a team right now. They ran the ball like they like four times with their running back. It was terrible. And Cowboys just are a lot better team. They just proved it. Yeah, I didn't watch much of this game because I was kind of grinding out homework last night. But I watched like the first um... – most of the first half, and then right away, you know, like, Cowboys are at home, their first home game in a while, obviously, because of COVID. But you can tell the Cowboys were the better team right out of the gate. Um, Their defense actually looks a lot better this year compared to last year. And, I mean, at this point, watching the Cowboys, I don't think it's close on who's the best division or team in that division. Um, I guess with the Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, and Washington, because the Eagles, Washington, and Giants all look terrible right now. But the Cowboys... I don't. I wouldn't call them, you know, legit, but obviously they're the best team in that division.
Moving on to the next game, we have the Giants-Falcons. Uh, we said this last week, just don't bet on bad teams. I don't think any of us did, but like somehow the Falcons beat the Giants after the Giants looked like very good against the Washington football team. Uh, Young Hoku, his game winner in OT, and like Cordell Patterson, like is the name that keeps getting rung up, but he led the team in receiving yards while also getting sec- seven touches on the ground. Uh, I have no idea what to expect out of both of these teams the rest of the year. I think I'm just gonna completely stay away from them. Yeah, these teams are terrible. You would think um, Danny Dimes not throwing a pick, not turning the ball over at all, and they still can't score. They still only put 14. There's not good. Giants are dumpster fire team. I thought this was a game where they should beat the Falcons, but, yeah, like you said, both teams are terrible. There's not much to say. There's not good football teams. Yeah, I remember saying last week um, – if Barkley can't have a good game against the Falcons, I have no idea what he'll do this year. And he had 16 for 51. Granted, he had a touchdown, but 16 for 51, like averaging, I mean, just a little over three yards a carry. Uh, I don't know even know how good he'll be this year. He, I mean, obviously, you can't discredit Saquon because he's an absolute beast. He's had top five worst line and worst line of football his entire career in New York. But, uh, I mean, talking fantasy-wise, I don't think it goes – up from here for Saquon. Um, he doesn't look good. The Giants' offense doesn't look good. and It might be a rough year for Saquon owners and Giants fans. He, he's had his years. It's like almost time to almost call him a bust, honestly. He's, he's not a bust. He hasn't done anything. He got picked number two overall. For he hasn't done back. shit. Yeah, that's I don't care about your line. Like, there's been team running backs with bad lines that have done fine. How many times in his career has he ran number seven two. yards? He ran seven yards and not – or, like, at least gotten to, like, five yards and not gotten a hit. Like, he gets hit – I mean, he hits someone at the line of scrimmage every play. For a number two overall pick, though? Was he supposed to brush four, four guys off him every run, though? That's bad. He's – that's bad for a number two overall pick. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's good running backs – there's running backs that can go do good without the line. Every good running back in the league right now has a good line. Look up the pro football focus uh, um, offensive line ratings. There's some lines that are terrible, and their running running game has been completely fine. Like, not fine, but capable. Saquon can't do it. So you're saying <laughs> if you, So if you're saying you put Saquon behind the Browns line right now? He'd be better. Yeah, but he's won't be. I don't think he'd be better than Chubb. I, I disagree with that. That's hot takes. I disagree with that. Um, Carolina Panthers ranked number thirty on their O line. They can run the ball fine. McCaffrey doesn't really. No, he. I mean, this year, what's he, he ran for? Like eighty yards. What has he done since he's been in the league, though? I'm talking about Vikings. This year's line, Vikings though. are twenty seventh. They run the ball really well. Raiders run the ball pretty solid. They're 26. Bengals with Mixon, they're 25. They run the ball pretty well. Jacksonville last year, they were 23rd. They ran the ball great with Robinson. Well, all these guys are saying that 30-plus hey, carries a game, like touches a game, though. They, they still run – they still manage to run the ball. That's all I'm saying.
Wait, are we good? I can't fucking yeah. hear shit. We're like, I keep, <laughs> I keep cutting out and everything, but yeah, you, you keep know, pausing for a long time. Yeah, I, I, well, we'll just keep going as long as they still have you. But uh, we'll move on to Ravens Lions. Uh, was really hoping to see the Lions pull this one out. They couldn't. They lose in the most horrific fashion: a sixty-six yard field goal doinked off the bottom of a crossbar. I think one of these weeks we're going to see massive Lions upset. This one wasn't one of them. Uh, I mean, and I looked at the stat sheet. There's absolutely no reason why the Ravens, like, even had this game close. Like, you would have thought that there's like, penalties or something that made it, like, to where the uh, Ravens were just shooting themselves in the foot. But I guess, like, the only thing you could really call her in that is, like, the running game. Like, it wasn't as good as it should have been. But yeah, I mean, the Ravens ended up winning like they should have. Yeah, no, Ra- Lions just hang around. That's just kind of what they do. They're gonna they're gonna be in every game. They're gonna be competitive. <laughs> Whether it's a, there's gonna be a shootout or like a dogfight like this one, I think they're always gonna be competitive every game. But yeah, Lamar wasn't outstanding, but he made a big throw there on fourth and like nineteen, and then Justin Tucker from sixty six. Off the bar, made it. Honestly, yeah, the Ravens won the game-winning field goal, but this game really wasn't that close. Ravens, or Marquise Brown, was two catches away, actually three catches away from winning by 20 against these guys. I mean, I don't think it was really that competitive. I mean, obviously, a game-winning field goal is a competitive game, but if you actually watch the game, the Ravens should have won by 20-plus easily. But, I mean, I guess grand to the Lions for sticking around and taking advantage of that. But, yeah, Lions are going to be – I wouldn't call them scary, but they're going to be – I guess, yeah, I guess they would scare kind of opposing teams because Lions in Detroit both weeks this year have looked good. Um, Against San Fran, they lost, had a chance to tie the game late, and then they should have beat the Ravens here. But, I mean, if you catch the Lions on the road, I think you're sitting pretty. But Lions at home are actually kind of a solid team. Like, they're going to – they might not win a lot, but they're going to be in a lot of games. The next game we'll move on to is Bears-Browns. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but Jack gave us the hottest take of the year saying Bears money line. And, well, here's a tale of tape. Justin Fields got sacked nine times and had a net of one yard. Then it's not a stat. In total had 47 total yards of offense. And you guys got outmatched on time of possession by 20 minutes. I guess just overall, just an ugly game. Uh, I would like to know your guys' take on Jalen Field. I mean, Justin Fields. Uh, obviously, we didn't see him on red zone at all, so I didn't even get to see him throw the ball. But uh, yeah, I'll have you guys break that down. That one pass yard thing is not is that's so stupid. Like you never hear that ever, except for when someone does this bad. So I don't know why that's always that gets brought up all the time. But I don't think it was even Fields. I think Nagy would ran a Andy Dalton offense with a quarterback that can actually move. Like, it doesn't make sense. He's not a guy that one he's not a guy that sits in the pocket. He needs to get out, create some fucking plays. He had what like three design runs. It's like this guy can run and he can scramble and you ran like three bootlegs. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like get him out of the pocket if, if we can't block. Make him do try to make play outside <laughs> of there. 
Joey, not one person in America is saying that Justin Fields had a bad game right now. I know. The entire, yeah, the entire country either. of America is ripping Matt Nagy into fucking shreds, as he should be. I read some today. There's only seven times that they added an extra blocker on passing downs. The, the Browns had nine fucking sacks. Like, if you can't open your eyes and see the game that's going on in front of you and not be able to block one guy more than seven times, like, there was more sacks than Nagy decided to block one guy in the backfield. So, I don't. No one, no one in America is putting this game on Justin Fields. Saying, no, oh, no, I wasn't. I wasn't either. I was just asking you guys, like, what? I mean, I guess I figured I already knew the answer, but I was just wondering, like, what do you guys think of like Justin Fields? I guess for the future with the Bears. I mean, well, not even like the long future, but I guess just like upcoming weeks. But yeah, you guys pretty much well, answered that. Nagy decided. Like, I know Miles Garrett like makes everybody look like a sorry offensive tackle but like you it seems like yeah i guess jack even said it you guys did absolutely like nothing to stop him i guess i mean four and a half sacks you think at some point you like do everything in your willpower to stop him but you couldn't i mean i know jason peters is 39 and you guys just kind of like put him over your offense line like as a band-aid i didn't even think he looked that bad in the past two games they had but holy shit that was really ugly to see well, in fields, they you it's like it definitely you can see it's not his fault when he had like point seven six seconds was it? It was like unbelievable how much time he had to even do anything. He could do anything, and Nagy, I don't know what the hell he's doing. And then he comes out this week saying that he oh Fields, Dalton, and Foles are all up to start. It's like that is like what the fuck are you even doing? Make no, his damn mind. He's asking to get fired at this point. Yeah, he literally is. No, but like that Miles Garrett thing, I don't care how good of a tackler you are. If you leave Miles Garrett one on one with you all game, he's going to have at least three sacks. Like, that was probably the first game in Miles Garrett's career that he's never been chipped, you know, had a running back on his side, gotten double teamed. Like, he's like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I'm a top three edge rusher in the league, and I'm not even, I'm, <clears throat> and I'm going one on one on a 39 year old tackle. Like, he was literally just. The Bears were asking to have nine sacks happen against them right there. Now we'll move on to my shellacking. Uh, the Steelers played the Bengals this week, but you wouldn't have thought that they did play the Bengals because they got fucking murdered. Uh, the stat sheet doesn't make Ben out to look horrific, but he's fucking horrific. Uh, I saw a saying he's as, as immobile as a tree which I couldn't say anything better myself. And now the entire roster is, for the most most part, hurt. I mean, we have Juju, Deontay Johnson, TJ <laughs> Watt, uh, Alex Highsmith. Uh, our offensive line, it looks like, I don't know, like a fucking sheet of paper at this point. It's, it's the ugliest I've ever seen the Steelers in my almost 20 years of life. Joe, you need to go on your data or something. That's what I <laughs> that's what I just did. I'm hoping it good, but I, last two weeks it's been working perfectly fine. I don't know why. But uh I guess we'll just like start over the Steelers game. Cause I the whole entire time Luke was like rebuttaling, I couldn't hear him. Alright. Do I just go? No, I'll start. Or er, yeah, I guess. 
yeah, yeah. You start. All right. Um. Yeah. So, like you said, Big Ben, not terrible stats, but when you when you throw fifty eight passes, three hundred yards, anyone can do that. I think. But yeah, like we Najee, nineteen targets, dumping down to him, fourth and ten makes a lot of sense in the red zone. I know Joe and Easter are pretty pissed about that. I would be too. I, I don't think I've be. ever been that angry in like you had like a really short fuse. <laughs> and I was like just coming back. Like I hate this. Yeah, no, it was bad. Uh give credit to Cincinnati. They they came and played. Steelers didn't. Offense is terrible, but I can't say much about the offense and ours isn't great either. So yeah, but and that was they lost yet is that offense is terrible. Well, the difference between the bank or the Steelers and the Bears are the Bears fans know they're bad. The Steelers fans just refuse to th- think yes. they're bad. That's why I think the Steelers are one of the biggest laughing stocks in the NFL right now because their fan base, you know, every year they're like, well, we got this, 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 you know, Big Ben looked great in preseason. I'm like, you know, not shit changed from the end of last year. They're literally just playing on from last year. Um, obviously there's a bunch of, um, guys out on defense, but like Joe Burrow, like he looked terrible against the bears. I guess he didn't have a great stat line, only thrown for 170 against Steelers, but he had three touchdowns. Uh, Mixon ran the ball well, but I guess without, you know, your D line that does like, doesn't do anything, but the Bengals defense is not good. Like, you know, yeah, you're missing Deontay Johnson, but, like, you guys got to put up. Like, that three points at the end was just a sorry three points. Like, you guys scored one time against the Bengals in four quarters of football. Like, that's just well, – uh, I mean, about the, your... the Bears beat the Bengals. That's all I'm going to say. The Bears, yeah, the Bears yeah. look good against the Bengals. To talk about your, like, fan base thing, I think why – and PFT were talking about this. They're like, what do you think Steelers fans think right now that, like, like about Ben, like, are we just gonna like give him the year as like a thank you, like for everything he's done or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's how I think every Steelers fan's thinking right now because we just went 11 and all a year ago. And like, I know from an outsider's perspective, everybody hated the Steelers that entire year. I get it, but like going 11 and all, then uh, almost beating the Browns, well, I guess not in the playoffs, but like with two backup quarterbacks in. Like, we had some confidence. And then I think we improved this year. Like, everybody else put the Steelers just way down. I thought we improved. So, like, well, I know we're going into the year with the hardest strength of schedule. But, like, I still had confidence that, we, like, we'd be somewhat relevant. But, like, our offensive line has answered it all. Uh, to go back to what Luke said, you were talking about how I brought up how Ben, like, looked good on paper. No, like, I was – I didn't, like, uh, keep talking on that. Yeah, he threw the ball way too much. They, they're they overusing the fuck out of Najee. Yeah. They're just begging for him to get hurt. I mean, it's – yeah, it's completely ridiculous. Yeah. I going, but, back uh, to, going back to what you said about how you, you said um, – so Jack said that it's this fan base, and then you said um, how, well, we are kind of, like, doing, like, a farewell thing with Big Ben. That just sounds like an excuse. I mean, I hate no, to say it. It's, no, I swear to That's it. why I mean, you're doing bad. What? No, what else would it be, though? Because, that's, like – Well, because you guys were so high going into the year, and then all of a sudden now that you're losing, now you, now you come up with the excuse, like, oh, it's just a farewell thing. Like, that's just no, an excuse no, of why dude, you're bad. Dude, I didn't – I'm not, like, saying that's what we're, like, obviously going into it. I, I agree. Like, we obviously had high expectations for Ben. 
But now that we see the way it's going, we're just like, oh, fuck it. We might as well just keep in bed now. Because why? It's, shot at third, a next it's the third week. Yeah, I know, but you can't play like this bad all three weeks. Like he has not shown a fucking thing. Like yeah, so anything. take him out. <laughs> exactly. Well, I like, know, but, but I'm no just farewell saying, like, tour for Big Ben. Like take him out. I mean, I don't even know if that would help. Like, like yeah, yeah, how you're doesn't saying, hurt. Like, something different. How you're saying with <laughs> Justin Fields, like how there's literally no way you can discredit him for anything. Which I think Big Ben, you can because he throws the ball like fucking nine hundred times a game. But, like, that's the thing, too. When you throw the ball that much and you're still I, – I don't know. I can't even, like, keep talking about this game. It's so fucking ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. And I, field, field I, is a rookie, too. I hope, so. I hope slow expectations for the Steelers the rest of the year. But uh, next game, Colts-Titans. Oh, let's see where I'm at here. Okay, so the Colts turned the Titans over three times compared to the Titans one and still couldn't score. Uh, Carson Wentz should not even have been playing this game. He was playing on, like, two sprained ankles or some shit like that. Uh, I know you guys fucking hate Carson Wentz, but the Titans, like, took care of the Colts. They, I mean, they did what they had to do, I guess. But I, Carson Wentz definitely should have sat this game. Yeah, Carson Wentz is terrible. I don't even know if it's just because he's injured or what, but he's terrible. He hasn't played good all year, it seemed like. And Jonathan Taylor can't run the ball, and they're supposed to have – a good old line. They're supposed to have a good defense. Nothing's looking good for the Colts right now. They thought Wentz could be their savior. He's far from that. He's not a good quarterback. And like you said, we don't like him. And it's not just because I don't like him, but he's just not a good quarterback. <laughs> yeah, Titans just took care of business like they should. Yeah, the only thing going for the Colts these is these past couple of games is that they've hung around in games. I mean, Rams, I mean, the Rams, they – they hung around in that. They got blown out by Seattle, but they looked real bad in this game. Uh, I mean, yeah, you talked about Taylor not running the ball. I guess he hasn't really ran the ball a year, but uh, Nelson, their best offensive lineman, one of the best in the league, too, went down this year. Oh, yeah, or down yeah, this game. And he went to the locker. I don't really know what's up with him. I don't really follow the Colts, but uh, yeah, it might be a rough year. Granted, they're in a really bad division, so at least they play the Jags twice and the Texans twice. But honestly, if the Colts play the, the Texans right now, the Texans have Tyrod Taylor, I couldn't tell you who's going to win that game. Yeah, I I like Texans maybe or split. Yeah, I like the Texans for a split if Tyrod's playing like, yeah. like he was starting the year. Yep, I agree. The next game we have is uh, Chiefs versus uh, Chargers. Herbert won late. I mean, they came to play at – the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs turned the ball over, I think, what was it, four times? That was the whole reason why they lost. But yeah, I mean, Herbert ended up pulling it out, had a great game. Uh, even Clyde Edwards Hilaire looked good, but it wasn't enough for the Chiefs to win. Oh, uh, yeah, Chargers win by six. Yeah, like, this is kind of the Herbert that everyone was kind of hyping up all year. Like, his first two games, he couldn't find the end zone, couldn't really get her going on offense. But yeah, this is kind of the game where he came out and really did it and he played great but Mahomes he at some point he's got to lay back on the no looks and like trying to make plays it's like just play like you like obviously that's how he plays but at certain points in the game it's like you got to know when to do it considering the game's so close right now and you can't turn the ball over like he did in the end of the game there and that no look pass just look at him throw it to him and he's gonna make the play 
I at some point he's got to maybe get away from the acrobatics and everything and just play some football. But that's not, I guess, it's not his play style. So I don't really know. Well, he threw a bad pick late too. Yeah, that was one. Like you can't do that. Just throw it up. Like, well, no. I think this game came down to Herbert and Mahomes. And the reason the Chargers won this game is because Justin Herbert outplayed Mahomes. Um, obviously, I mean, two similar offense. They both have great O-lines this year, uh, great quarterbacks, like a solid a solid running back for both teams. And especially with Mike Williams looking the way he does this year, uh, the Chargers have – I mean, I know they really haven't shown it, the first couple of games, but if you have Mike Williams, Keen Allen, and uh, Austin Eckler as your top three targets, you're going to have, you know, you're going to put up numbers. And obviously I do think the Chiefs will run away with this division, but that whole division is going to be a tight race. I think the whole year actually with, you know, the Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders who are playing, they're playing with a lot of confidence right now in the Broncos too. Um, no one really knows how good the Broncos are, but I guess we'll find out in a little bit, but yeah, I know. Yeah. Honestly, just going back to it, it came down who was better, Mahomes and Herbert, on Sunday, and Herbert was better than him. I can see the Chiefs not even win this division because, like you said, two teams are playing with such confidence right now. And it's kind of like – it kind of brings you back to that the Warriors team when they started to, like, lose games in regular season because teams aren't scared of them anymore, it feels like. Like, teams know, oh, we can beat these guys, and their defense is terrible. Well, especially with the Chiefs starting one and two, that gives yep. confidence to the rest yeah. of them. Yeah, no one's scared of them anymore. It's like, we can beat these guys. Anyone can do it. Well, I don't know, because we're seeing a pattern. I mean, the Browns, Ravens, and Chargers have all just used this, like, gutsy play calling against uh, uh, Chiefs, where they're just like, fuck it. We're playing to win the game, and they're, like, everybody has the biggest target on the Chiefs' back, and, like, if uh, the play calling in all three games is just all meant to just beat the Chiefs, not give them the ball, keep it out of Mahomes' hands, win the game. And I mean, the teams that have beat them, like they're like they could easily lost against the uh, Browns too. But like, yeah, the play calling fourth and nine, uh, <coughs> like almost at the logo, they go for it, they get it, they win the game. I mean, that was just so ballsy, and I can see a lot more teams doing that. And that shows like a test to how the. Chargers thought of the Chiefs defense like they're like we can get this easily and how much confidence they have in Herbert to make a play it's like we can get this easily next game we have the Saints versus uh, Patriots James Winston still hasn't thrown over 150 yards yet but they're still two and one uh they Kamara had 28 touches when James only threw for 21 I think that's the, rep, the recipe for them to win games uh then Mac Jones Three picks wasn't very uh, system quarterback of him. Yeah, no, Mac Jones didn't play great. No, no rookie played great this week. Like we can just get out of the way right now. But... <laughs> it's fair. Um, yeah, Winston, he's getting it done, I guess. I mean, he's kind of turned. He's being like a more or more more of like a system quarterback. It seems like like throw touchdowns, take care of the ball. I mean, give it to Gamara, let him do his thing, and yeah, I, Saints are. It's a good game plan. They're rolling. Patriots got a tough one coming up. And when Mac Jones drops back 51 times, it's like, that doesn't, I don't know if that's a recipe for success right there, especially because they, because he's just, he's a rookie. And yeah, I don't, I think they got to run the ball. 
if they want to be successful. Well, I think both the Saints and Patriots are both really bad football teams. Um, the Saints got away with, like, one defensive touchdown and one where they brought back to, like, the 10. But, I mean, the Saints looked bad. Patriots looked bad. Um, I think they're both kind of fraud teams, honestly, to tell you the truth. But, uh, I mean, the, the only reason the Saints won this game is because their defense did it for them. Um, I mean, you can't give the ball, the, at least this year, to Jameis Winston and be like, hey, go win us this game because he ha- obviously hasn't shown it yet. But, yeah, I don't really know what to say about both these teams. It'll be interesting when the year goes on to see how they're – if they, like, change anything up or how they're still doing. But I don't think either of these teams have a shot at making the playoffs. That's for sure. No. The next game we have is Washington football team versus Bills. Uh, the Bills just kicked the shit out of the football team. And I mean, the football team had one big play by Gibson, and then otherwise the Bills handled them easily. Uh, this is what's fucking hilarious. They Trubisky came out for a snap, and he had a completion for one yard. Uh, that's kind of ironic because Fields only had one net yard, and uh, Trubisky came in and got the same thing. But, uh, yeah, that Bills fucking bent over the football team. As it should. Joey, once again, net yards isn't a fucking thing. But... I know, but it is kind of funny. No, because, like, it's not a real stat. You've never heard of it until this week. <laughs> so, anywho, Josh Allen, this is Josh Allen everyone was wanting this year. Like, MVP Josh Allen. And here he is. He came out and played. And I, it was only a matter of time. I think everyone kind of knew that before he really turned it on. And I think he can kind of roll with this a little bit. Obviously, I don't know if he'll have a good of a game like he did this week, the rest of the year, but. Yeah, this is a Josh Allen everyone's waiting for, and they just handled business like they should have. Yeah, especially after last week and this week. You know, Bills went up against Miami last week. He's got, you know, known as a pretty solid defense and the football team who had, like, one of the best last year. And coming into the year, they are supposed to be one of the best. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I think their, their offense, they're just back into form where they left off last year. Um I don't see anybody in this division, in the Bills division, even getting close to them. But, yeah, I, I mean, basically, I just think the Bills are back. Like, they're one of the best teams in the AFC, and I don't think it's close either, too. Yeah, the Bills are yeah. so Dana Beers right now. Um, but we'll move on to Dolphins <laughs> versus the Raiders. Uh, the, the Raiders win this in overtime by a field goal, but the Raiders only beat her teams. <laughs> But David Carr, he is playing unbelievable right now. He made throws that, like, I don't think I've ever seen. They're just making it work right now. The Raiders are playing football games. Yeah, they they ran the ball really well. I think it's kind of like a trend here. Like, a lot of a lot of these teams, other than the Bills, they don't run the ball. But you you win the run game. You establish a run game, and then you can pass whenever you want. It's just kind of like that seems to be teams that are winning. But, yeah, I mean – Similar to like a lot of teams when Jacoby Brissett drops back 40, 50, 50 times almost, it's like I, he can't be doing that. He's just not that guy, kind of a quarterback. They're hot right now, handling business. But they were down like what, yeah, 14 to nothing on two like defensive touchdowns. I think it was or one. And I, I don't think there's really a doubt that they were going to come back and win. And they did. Yeah, well, I think this is the reason the Raiders won this game is. <clears throat> Obviously, they're playing in front of their home crowd, which is actually pretty crazy. And that they just, the Death Star, exactly. The essays are muy loco, <clears throat> but uh, 
I think the Raiders just have so much um, confidence and like swagger right now. Um, I think they just they're like you know three and zero start like they beat Baltimore like obviously they're hurt but they beat Baltimore. Uh, who they beat in week two? Oh, I don't know. I forget. I think you just should keep talking. Oh yeah, they beat the Steelers in week two, and then they beat <laughs> you know like coming into the year you know two of, like, the better teams in the AFC is what they're projected. So, I think now the Raiders – I mean, the Raiders just think they can beat anyone at this point. And who knows, you know, they they could run the table. Um, they could easily fall off, like, just how, like, like they have in past years. But as long as they're winning games, they're going to get better and better every week. Next year we have Broncos and Jets. What's more than to say that the Jets are like one of the worst teams we've ever seen ever. Uh, the Broncos beat the fuck out of them 26-0. That's all I have to say about this game. Yeah, I mean, certified cover boy. Bridgewater does it again. Uh, yeah, Zach Wilson's not good yet, I guess we can say, but he hasn't shown anything. Teddy gets the job done, does his thing, wins games. That's what they do. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about this. Um, Broncos' defense is legit this year. Obviously, they haven't had a tough schedule yet, but they've shown that they can, like, shut out teams. And shutting out teams in the NFL is a lot harder than you think. But, yeah, the Jets, they're the definition of the fucking bottom of the barrel. They're so hard to watch on both sides of the ball. Um, I mean, you got to feel bad for Zach Wilson. Yeah, he does make some terrible throws and some terrible breeds, but, you know, he's he is running for his life about half the game, but – that's basically all I'm about to say that basically all I got to say about this game is that the Jets are a fucking dumpster fire. The next game we have is Seahawks versus Vikings. Uh, the Vikings got up and they ran the half. If you look at the score sheet on both teams, not very uh, entertaining at all. But yeah, the Vikings with Madison in their backfield, they still prove they can run the ball. So, I mean, that was, that was what I took away from the game. Yeah, I think I mean Kirk Cousins is balling. I think he's similar to Derek Carr, though. I think they're both they'll come down to earth eventually and be there's be solid quarterbacks like they always have been. They've always been always been solid, but not like this. I think they'll both kind of flatten out a little bit. Yeah, like you said, though they ran the ball well, and which is weird considering they did lose Elvin Cook and they still ran the ball really well. And yeah, Seahawks they're not they're not seem seem like they're a great team right now and. They're not going to win that division, so I don't even know what to think of them yet. I mean, there's a lot of season left, so we'll see. But, yeah, Vikings look good. They finally got the win. They probably deserved <laughs> last couple weeks, but, yeah. Well, after that Seattle-Tennessee game, I knew if the Vikings got up with them on, on Seahawks at all, they're just going to pound them because Seattle looked terrible against the Titans trying, drop, trying to stop the run. And, like, it really didn't matter who was that running back. Um, I, either way, they were going to get fed. But, yeah, once the Vikings got up, they just ran the shit out of the ball, um, basically milked it away. Kirk Cousins is playing great this year. He's got eight touchdowns, no interceptions, and he's throwing for about – he's averaging probably about like 350 a game so far. So, um, the Vikings are a solid team. I mean, they're one and two, but they could easily be three and all. Like, one play away from both games, they're three and all. Next game we have is the Buccaneers versus Rams, the game of the week. The Sean Jackson revenge game, I mean, but what does that even really mean? Because he's played for almost everybody. But uh, if your leading rusher is Tom Brady, you're going to have an issue. And the Rams beat the Bucs. So, 
good win for the Rams. I knew the Buccaneers were going to lose the game this year. You guys thought that they were going to – I mean, uh, Tom Brady was going to pull up and win in big games. But, I mean, if you just look at the emotion on Matt Nagy's face, you can understand that the Rams are rolling right now. What? Sta- Stafford, not Nagy. Or what did I say? Matt Nagy. Nagy. Fuck. <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, those are two uh, – Completely different people right now. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, Stafford, and he started really slow, and but then he got it going. He heated up. Same as Brady, same thing. Uh, Tampa Bay was without um, JPP and uh, Antonio Brown. So, like, that's a deep threat. They're a deep threat guy, and one of their – literally, probably, I think, their best – their core and their D-line. But, yeah, the Rams just took it to them. One by ten, but – they had a garbage touchdown at the end. The Bucks did. Yeah, Stafford's playing well. Cooper Cup, that connection. Yeah, the Rams look like the best team in the in football right now. Yeah, I agree. The Rams are rolling, especially after a game like this. They're gonna have you know the most confidence in the world if after taking it to the Bucks. Um, I mean, just the Buccaneers couldn't stop the Rams when the Rams are on offense. They that second half, they literally. I mean, I guess from second quarter on, they basically did whatever they wanted to. Like, they're airing out on them. Like, Cooper Cup was always open. Um, they, they didn't even have their running back this game, Henderson, but Michelle still ran for a solid game. Um, yeah, it's going to be a tough year, whoever's got to play the Rams, because they – I mean, they it looks like they got a top three defense in the league. I mean, they had one last year, too. But, like, I mean, if you add a top three offense with that, too, they're going to be tough to beat the rest of this year. Yeah, in my opinion, they got the two best defense players in the league right now. Yeah, I agree. Donald and Ramsey. So the next game we have is Packers 49ers. If you spark noted this game, it would say don't give Aaron Rodgers anything over 30 seconds to win a football game. He did just that. Him and Devontae Adams are hooking up, and next thing you know, Mason Crossbar for the win bangs it in. <laughs> Yeah, this game, this is actually a really good game, but, yeah, like, that was 37 seconds. Now everyone's putting that on Instagram and everything. It's like, okay, it was fun the first time, but now everyone does it. And if they don't get it, then you just delete the post. Like, it's that simple. But, yeah, Rodgers is – that's what he does. But leaving Tay Adams open, probably not a great idea because, you know, that's what he's looking for, make someone else beat you in that situation. Niners, are, Niners did not look bad, though. They looked like a good team. Everyone just kind of didn't know what to expect with them because they started off the season kind of not great. But, yeah, they, they look like a good team. Garoppolo can hold his own. He make, makes big plays when he needs to. And, yeah, Packers won, though, because Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, I came into the game, at least, like Luke was saying. I didn't think the Niners were good at all. But um, Garoppolo actually played a great game. Um, he only threw over 257, but he had, you know, some big scores in that game. Um, you know, basically without even, like, a running game, too. But, yeah, I mean, if you're leaving Devontae Adams open, like, if Rodgers if Rogers has a day, that means Adams has a day. Uh, Adams had 12 catches for 132 and a touchdown. Like, if he has that stat line, they're going to win a game. But... I think the Packers, after that beating in week one, they kind of, you know, regrouped. And I think Packers, they'll be good this year. Then our last and final game, the Panthers versus Texans, a Thursday night game. I have nothing to say about this game other than Davis Mills has a really long neck and 
Christian McCaffrey. It's real unfortunate that he's going down, especially after how the Panthers are rolling right now. Yeah, I got nothing. I'm just like Texans is kind of the team that they're going to be now. They're not going to be great until they get, if they get or until they get um Tyrod back. There's going to be they're going to be a kind of a walk over it. It feels like. Yeah, um, they're not going to be very good until Tyrod comes back. I mean, their defense is going to be bad regardless. You know, who actually is looking really good this year that people don't, like, really realize is Sam Darnold. Uh, I always thought Sam Darnold's good, even on the Jets. He was just obviously playing for the Jets, which makes every quarterback look bad. But Sam Darnold's playing great this year. Um, DJ Moore is kind of going off these past couple weeks. He had 126 yards this week. But, yeah, not much to take away from this game. Like, Panthers are obviously the better team. Yeah, Matt Rule is, like, he's a good, damn good coach. He rules. Yeah, he does rule. He got <laughs> draft neck Mills. King Rule. <laughs> yeah. uh, to so sum up our picks show that we had <laughs> last Saturday, we all made our gambling picks. Uh, go tune into that if you want. But, uh, so Joey went 10-5, and five, even after Luke crucified me. Tried telling me that I would have a shit week. Well, I still went ten and five. Luke goes seven and eight, and Jack goes ten and five. So Plus units, brings, though. That brings uh oh, and we went three for three on our farm games. So uh, maybe parlay that this week. But we had no, probably not. <laughs> we had uh Jack is back at five hundred. He's twenty three and twenty three. Luke is twenty nine and twenty seven, and I am at the top with 26 and 20. So that wraps up our week three recap. Uh, you guys want to end us out on anything? Oh, Bears will be back. You wait. Will they? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess we're going to end the episode here. Tune in on Saturday. We'll have our gambling picks. Uh, hopefully I stay hot. So put all your money on me. But see ya. <laughs> This kid is a gamer. He's a follower. He's a playmaker. And a shatter. In case you didn't know, I got Kibo. He's shattered from the And all he does is win. All he does is win. I got Kibo. He's shattered from the And all he does is win. All he does is unleash. Keep on letting go. It's time. Okay, and send it. And all he does is win. All, all he does is win. One more day.